and uh, welcome to the even worse idea of all time, season two, episode four, uh, an episode we are recording in isolation. Oliver, how's it going? Hello. I I may be distanced physically, but I'm not distanced socially. I still like you. Yep. You're still a good guy, even through the internet. Oh, I see. I see your face on the video and I can hear you. Yeah, look, uh, what's happened here is uh, the world is in chaos. Uh, Coronavirus has reached the New Zealand shores. uh, And for the next four weeks, at least, we are in lockdown, uh, meaning Oliver and I cannot meet up in person to watch uh, the Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2 once a week, as we do. So this week we watched it separately, uh, seeing each other only through the digital digital interface uh, known as a video call. The the, the Uh, podcast studio has been locked and there are signs on it from the Ministry of Health that say, do not enter, sickness within. And I said, tell me something I don't know. Jamie's a real pervert. (laughs) Uh, And they said no. I said, you should have had these signs on the doors weeks ago. Uh, they didn't seem to. I mean, you know, it's a it's a pretty serious time. They weren't really into the jokes. Uh, but I mean, look, Oliver, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. Mm. Uh, how do you feel out of ten? And if you're a dessert, what would you be? We're checking in. I feel probably like a, yeah, yeah, yep. Um, no, I feel probably like a seven and a creme brulee. So, you know, I, I, I'm not terrible. I think the sun's actually just kind of streaming through my window now, so I'm feeling a bit more positive about it. Um, it is kind of hard being inside all the time, uh, but I understand the, you know, why we're doing it. I think it's, it's a good thing. Uh, and creme brulee, because I feel, you know, while on the outside I may be scorched, uh, on the inside I'm still um, creamy. Is that, I don't <laughs> yeah, know if that, love it. that, that, that might sound bad. Uh, Oliver, you check in, mate. Um, I'm an... Um, I'm an anxious but upbeat 6.8 and okay, that's good. I'd be a tiramisu because I'm full of alcohol and best enjoyed by sort of cup- couples getting romantic oh, okay. okay nice uh, well that's good both not bad scores uh, obviously a trying time for us all but uh, good to see we're, we're keeping those spirits up. What did you think of Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2 this week, Oliver, considering this is the first time we've watched it uh, alone? So I think I think that yucky feeling in the pit of my stomach that I'm getting now is probably actually 70% due to, due to the movie. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, I don't know. I don't know. What's, was, the, what's the other 30%? Uh, just, um, I don't know, just general. Ugh. Just general bad vibes? Yeah, mate. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm packed to the brim with them. That's not good at all. That, that, that doesn't sound like a 6.8. I'm like a piñata. You hit me and bad vibes will come out and you eat them and you, ooh, you'll, you'll get a tummy ache. Mm, sounds like a bad piñata, actually. Um, so, what was your question? <laughs> I, think, I think I just asked you what you thought of the movie watching it by yourself this hey, week. Great question, Jamie. Glad to, glad to have you on board. Glad to see you. Good, yep. good, good times. Yep. Yeah, you still haven't answered my <laughs> still haven't answered my question, Oliver. All right, uh, no, no, I'll, I'll give you an answer there. I didn't love it. Uh, I thought it's conf- it's a confusing film. You know, I guess 
I guess at, at, at the heart of this this labyrinth is how do they have a child if Edward can't do comes? This is what I said, right? Okay, so here we are. We, we are led to believe. This is what uh, the the movies tell us. Vampires, they are dead. They've got no blood. They've got no pee-pee. They've got no poo-poo. But yet we're supposed <laughs> to believe that Edward has got comes in him. Edward's just walking around, you know, cut me and I won't bleed, but there will still be semen coming out of my penis if you require but like they still have um i don't know don't, didn't you say that again you're, you're the expert didn't you say that they have like the hair that they had when they transformed well, no but this this isn't this is another issue with the film theoretically as has been stated uh they once again they did the hair shouldn't grow but then if you look uh like in the first one i think jasper has shortish hair and then in the third one, he's got quite long hair. Or I can't remember which one's exactly. Basically, he gets longer hair in a movie that takes place afterwards. So he sh- that shouldn't happen. But maybe after you're transformed into a vampire, you've still got like the last remnants of whatever you had as a human. So like maybe you've got one poos left and one wheez. So maybe he's been saving up as <laughs> yeah, one maybe. comes. Oh, Edward, you're saying? Yeah, he's, he's, he's been clogged yeah, up okay. for 150 years. And he's like, oh, I've got to wait for the right time to deploy that this. That actually could be, that could be accurate. Like I think he got the poos out of the way like fifty years in because he's like, how's this? How's this gonna feel? And surely you want to get the poo. Surely you want to get the poo out of there earlier than fifty years in. No, he wanted he wanted that that satisfaction because if you if you let it all go immediately, um, then then what left have you got to live for? Because you know it's a really rough life. Love, as a vampire. my friend, love. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and look, yeah, no, the, no, th- he does seem I to think have you're that. Right. I do wish I do wish the best for them. I don't really like them particularly as people, but and I don't quite understand why they love each other. But um, I, I, I you've love. Got, you've got to watch the first four movies. Yeah, yeah. it's, a, it's I, a beautiful. It's the story of a blossoming relationship. I love love. <laughs> um, it makes no, me want to. Makes you want to what? Uh, I don't know. Okay. What were you going to say? No, I was just going to say I think you're probably right about the whole thing, but but then also the idea of that semen just being in there for what hundreds of years, you know, gross. Imagine having a hundred year old semen in you. I mean, I I can't imagine that, but you can't. It's not like you can feel it. It's not like it's just there. I think you can feel it. No, I'm not aware of how much <laughs> you can't feel it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, I don't, I, I don't right mean, now, if you like, clench, I, I mean, can I mean, you I mean, be like, oh yeah, seventy percent no, full? No, no, no. I'm talking about Bella. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's gross for her to oh. have hundred year old semen in her. I'm not saying that <laughs> it would be gross as a man to have the. No, I'm not. I can't feel. <laughs> I can't tell what's. Yeah, look. I, I think. I think we've. Um, I think yeah, we've it'll be stagnated and, and mouldy. Yeah, it'd be gross. Maybe it's just like powder at that point. There were a lot of rumours about various people keeping their semen in jars at school. Um, and <laughs> yeah, apparently, I think I, I think I remember some of that. And apparently, it got mouldy. I that can't be true. I once Can did. I? We, I once did wheeze in a like a metal water bottle because I didn't want to leave my room because people were socialising outside, and <laughs> oh I forgot about it for a year. And it was the, the mould in no. there was, was stunning. No, uh, I tried that for a year. Well, or several months, but either way, it was you know, is, point of no return. This is a new low for us on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, that's gross. I think. That, that is gross. Of, yeah, in terms of discussion, it is gross. Um, it's just good to share some things, but like you don't know if it's good to share until it comes out of your mouth. And um, 
Well, it's good to share. I mean, I'm, I'm glad you told me. But, I guess uh, the only value the only value that would have is if someone else out there has done that, and they're like, "Yeah, it feels," but um, that's still not that's that's no victory, is it? Uh, I mean, it's, I guess it's the little things, isn't it? If, I'm if, not, you know, you know, I'm not a yucky guy. I don't, you know, I don't want that to represent me. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, uh, certainly, certainly doesn't come across that way. But I'll let you continue to prove your case over the next. 48 weeks. Uh, I can touch on what my experience watching the film was like this week, if you'd like. I, mean, I, don't, I don't have to. I won't stop you. <laughs> be bloody nice if you asked. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, look, it was fine. Um, I was not alone. I had my girlfriend with me. We are in isolation together. Um, but then I was watching it with headphones, so she wasn't really experiencing the movie. So in terms of uh, absorbing the movie content, obviously I had Oliver to accompany me as well. Uh, but it definitely, uh, I guess it was, uh, it probably was the hardest watch so far, I'd say, because there were several moments where I was like really keen for it to be done. And I would check, this is the first time I think I've checked the running time sort of as we've gone through. And usually I associate, uh, there's a big final battle and I usually associate that with being pretty close to the end. But this time we rocked up to the, the setting of the final battle and I looked and there was still 42 minutes to go. And that really rocked me to my core. Uh, not a not a pleasant thing to find. But overall, uh, not a terrible watch. Uh, but definitely elements in there, feelings in there that I can kind of uh, correspond with with watching Bad Mums Two, late stages of Bad Mums Two, where just really wanted to get it done with. And I think it makes it hard that uh, Oliver, you weren't there to sort of riff with me in person because there's obviously there's a bit of a delay. You, you can't, you know, you don't have that natural sort of back and forth that you do being in person. There, there was some, I think, we, we, I don't even remember what we talked about. Honestly, it feels like I've got, I've just been through something horrible. Um, okay, okay, okay. We talked for a while and we had a fun time, but then I, I noticed like during that half hour battle scene, we were just yeah. pretty much silent except I for occasionally. I noticed that as well. We were just both sort of sitting there looking pretty dejected. Yeah, it was just, there was just no way. It just, it just, you know, squeezed us out. We were lying there like empty toothpaste. Um, I think once you get to that point, it's, you've just been exposed to it for so long and what's happening on screen is just so sort of monotonous at that point. Like it's all just kind of the same. Everything's at the same kind of volume. It's just this loud, obnoxious in your face blur and at that point i mean what the hell can you talk about at that point are you quite fastidious about your toothpaste like do you squeeze it from the end i imagine you might be um yeah but not not necessarily out of being it's it's not out of wanting to get every last bit it's usually just because i'm lazy and i don't and i haven't got new toothpaste yet i just i just go from the middle like a legend Wait, so I just bloody press anywhere as long as I get me, get me in my toothpaste. Yeah, I'm not, I, you know, I, I don't roll it up and have a little like peg to squeeze it out or anything. I just kind of go until I can't get it anymore. Well, I just keep going, and then I'll be like, oh, at some point I'm going to have to get some new toothpaste, and then I just do that. But I'm not, you know, I'm not someone who's who's out here just trying to, you know, save those pennies. I used I'm, to not I'm like brushing money. my teeth, and now I do like brushing my teeth. And I think that's you know, life is a journey, isn't it? We we start it's at one about place, evolution, isn't it? And then we might end up at that same place, but the places we'll visit along the way will, will change us, and not always for the for the good. I, I don't, I'm going to say I don't particularly like it. I find it a hassle. Brushing, um, I, I do it, you know, I do it, but it's it's not something I enjoy. Yeah. So the way that I've found. Firstly, so that my technique can be as messy as possible, and secondly, multitasking, is I do it mm. in the shower. Okay. 
um, because then you 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 know you can just you can just bloody do anything and it's all going to get washed off. You know, you got to yeah, be pretty careful. Fun, pretty careful. You know, don't get toothpaste on your face usually. So it it is like honestly, ninety percent of the time now, I'll be doing it in the shower. Sure. I think it really speaks uh, volumes of the film that we've spent the last two minutes talking about brushing our teeth rather than discussing the Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn part I two. Used to, I used to eat my brekkie in the shower as well. Okay, nice. Lovely a bit yeah, of brekkie. Yeah, I, I, I do remember you talking about that. I remember you saying you used to eat wheat bix in the shower, which is crazy. Yeah, you just hold it out of the flow and then you're going to be good. There'll be a bit of moisture, but like... You see, that sounds bad to me. We're only human, aren't we? Bit of you don't moisture. Want war- you don't want warm water in your wheat bix, Oliver. But some people do. Some people just have it with water. Wait, no. What? Mm, they do. Often they put that's, fruit on it, though, as well. They don't just have it with warm water. But, warm, um, water warm water on wheat bix that's the most fucked thing I've ever heard. Well, it creates a sort of porridge effect, so you can do warm water. Actually, often, I guess that's... Like, if you put feed jars on it, that's quite nice. I guess, yeah, I guess you can use water with porridge, but I always do milk. Just seems more... Just seems right, doesn't it? Yeah, I love applesauce. Didn't ask. Yeah, I, I love it. Uh... Look, we should probably get to our shining lights, uh, but the fact that I'm bringing that up has terrified me because I, I realise that I haven't really thought of one. Nothing nothing stood out to me. But uh, if you want to go first, Oliver, and what your shining light was, what the one part of the movie was that uh, made you feel good this week. Okay, don't feel the need to respond either. I can just monologue while you have a really good thing. Okay, I'll yeah, just, I'm going to have, have a think. Uh, okay, so I guess, I guess uh, oh, it's really nice to have, have all this all this airtime by myself. Um, I think, I think, I think my shining light is not right in my head right now, but which is, which is bad. Oh no, here it is. Okay, great. So it is, um, the scene in which, uh, Emmett or someone, uh, some muscly guy, he's like, okay, Bella, let's have an arm wrestle. Let's see how strong you are as a vampire. And there's this great song that goes, boom, boom, by St. Vincent. And this whole week, that scene was looping around inside my head. Like when I was trying to sleep, it was just going, bur, bur, bur. well, yeah, I've already, already quoted, quoted it musically. And, and the faces of the characters in that scene were really distinct to me. And I was like, oh, I am jonesing for that scene. And that was really, that's the first time it's happened with this, with this movie. The first time I've been like, I need to see that. And, and it did not disappoint this time. I was enraptured. And, and that one minute of content is red hot and I want to kiss it. And kissy, kissy. Jamie, nice. I'm glad to hear that. Yes, I had thought. And actually, it did strike me at the time, and we we both commented on it. Uh, so I'm, gl- ever, I'm glad that I've remembered it. Do you, you ever what? say Do you ever say kissy kissy before you have a kiss? No, I don't think I quite. I quite often I don't think I've once said that. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. Oh it's God. it's mostly you're saying, you're saying it in a joking way, though, right? Sort of. Yeah. You're not going. Um, oh, kissy kissy. No, no, no. It's 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 in a, It's always in a like a jovial like kissy kissy. But I do genuinely yeah. want to kiss. Yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah. It, kind of it, endearing, but maybe. <laughs> oh, the first time you do it, it's weird as shit. You've got to establish it as an ongoing thing. Yeah, I think you probably. Yeah, surely you want to be fairly comfortable with that person before you're saying it. Oh, it's not first date material. <laughs> Have you done? Yeah, it on no, a first that's date? that's really that's really interesting about your uh, your background, your history. Um, uh, kissy, kissy. <laughs> <laughs> That's my shining light. Uh, no, look, my shining light is a moment in the film where the character Aro, portrayed by Michael Sheen, uh, he's in an alleyway with another boy called Alec, who's making smoke come from his hands. 
Now, why he's doing that, I don't know. But Michael Sheen clearly <laughs> thinks it's too much. Um, and he, does, he just does this. He goes, <laughs> he goes, Alec. And he does this little sort of, he, he puts his hand out. Oh, that's, that's a bit much, isn't it? <laughs> and it is, because what, why is he doing it? I don't know. I guess in an earlier movie, it's been established that this man can do smoke hands. Uh, but we don't know why. And there's no real purpose for it in the scene. And I like that Michael Sheen uh, thinks the same as us. He's, he's saying, look, I get where you're coming from. The smoke thing, potentially good sometimes, but just this once, just keep it down. And quite frankly, we have blown the CGI budget on the freaky CGI baby. So if you could just calm it down with the bloody smoke <laughs> there, mate. He's like, you know, at, at the moment, you're waving your hands around here, hoping that in post-production, they'll add that smoke <laughs> in. But we, we don't know if we've got the budget allocated for that. You could just be waving your hands around like a damn moron. Turns out they did have the budget for it. The smoke is there. Um, but we are still left with Michael Sheen telling him to, to turn it off. And that was to my shining light. Simmer down, baby. Yeah. That was my Michael Sheen impression because anything's a Michael Sheen impression because he's a man of many voices. Nice. Hello, I'm Michael Sheen. Another one. Yeah, that, that could be him. He's a chameleon, a shapeshifter. He walks through eternity. Look in the mirror. There he is. <laughs> How'd you get in here, Michael Sheen? Oh, I just sort of... I'm in every mirror. Oh, I'm not. Weird. I'm not a malevolent spirit, but I'm. I'm a bit weird. The voice leads me to believe otherwise, but I'll take your word for it. Okay, I'll be off now. Oh, nice of you to drop in. Any time. God, he's great at those voices, isn't he? He's an absolute motherfucker. <laughs> a different character every sentence. And a different. Should we... Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, you go. A different what? No, you go. Okay. I was just going to say, should we should we do our segment? Hey, can I just say, great question. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think we should, I think we should do our segment. Okay. Alistair's Alistair. in the oh. attic. What's he doing in the attic? He's going doing in the attic. Alistair, could you come down for dinner, please? Oh, no. No. You're gonna, I'm in the attic. You're going to stay Why? Oh. There's a character called Alistair in the movie. Uh, he is a vampire. He arrives at the Cullen household, supposedly ready to fight, but then tells them he's not going to fight, and he uh, leaps up the house into the attic. No, I think I think the, just the nuance there is that he's there to, like, he wants to negotiate, but he doesn't want to fight. Like, I think this time I finally understood that, like... Oh, really? He's there to, like, have a chat, because it's like they don't know it's going to be a fight necessarily. I think um, they're there yeah. to congregate to go, like, hey, let's let's talk about this. Oh, but okay. if it turns yeah, into a fight... kind of makes sense. But we still didn't see him in the fight. There might have been one shot. Anyway, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, look, look, basically, what we're trying to do in this, in this segment, uh, a segment recommended to us by a fan of the podcast, Connor Harrington... Uh, we try and answer what Alistair is doing in that bloody attic. And this week it's my turn. Uh, and Oliver, do you know what I think Alistair's doing in the attic? No. I think he's practicing safe social distancing. Uh, obviously, in these times, we're, we're trying to keep at least two metres between uh, people. Now, this film takes place in 2012, so Alistair was a bit a bit ahead of the curve, but I think just kind of wanting to, you know, you can never be too cautious. And I think even though maybe there wasn't a global pandemic then, Alistair was just thinking, oh, yeah, I, I can kind of see where things are going. I can see what's around the corner, and I'm just going to keep myself separate. Uh, so much so that he does not appear in the final battle. Uh, wow. 
And it makes you kind of wonder what the point of his character is. Why do the, we get so many shots of him? And The battle uh, is very touchy-feely, and I didn't see hand sanitizer anywhere. No, people, I mean, the, the Volturi do have large coats, so potentially some of them are carrying some Purell, but it's not seen on screen, so... Uh, we, we have to assume that no, they are not washing their hands, uh, and it's terrible practice. Terrible practice from them. It's the whole movie, yeah. In this new era, everything takes on a different hue, doesn't it? There's a scene where absolutely Bella and Edward are having full sex, and <laughs> first off, there was some real jealousy from me just of the human contact because I've not yeah. touched a human in, in in a week now, right? And and also, it's like get your, get your bloody hands off, guys. Yeah. Do it from a distance. And it would yeah. have been a nice scene doing mm. it from a distance. It would have been nice if they were just sort of sitting across the room, you know, a good distance away from each other and saying, oh, wouldn't it be nice if we could do that right now? I um, once did that. I once did a sex scene where we stood very far apart from each other. It was very, very artistic and and magic. What was that part of? Uh, like sex. I think you saw that one. I did see that. Oliver's actually a renowned performer. And uh, I went to one of his shows. Actually, no, I've been, I've been to two of his shows. And one of them I had full sex. Yeah, look, I just want to make it clear. There was there was uh, no genuine uh, coitus going on. It was, all, it was all for show, wasn't it, Oliver? Did you hear that? Yeah, it was. Did you hear that Daniel Radcliffe is going to be appearing in a play where he has sex to a horse? <laughs> 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 That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, look, I think, I think you've got the wrong end of the stick there. Uh, first of all, that's news from around 2007, I think. So you're a bit late to the party. Uh, and second of all, I don't think that there was any uh, sex involved with the horse. Uh, right. While there, there may have been some nudity. Okay, cool. cool. Well, I'm, Good I'm, to- I'm glad to have you as my Hollywood correspondent, uh, and keep coming back to me with those those hot tips uh, and those those breaking news stories because I love to hear them. Breaking dawn part two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really hope the isolation is only for four weeks because it's quite hard doing this. <laughs> I guess I really crave the uh, human interaction to to get me through the movie. Have you been on TikTok lately? No, not really. Why? I hear it's pretty cool. Okay. No specific. No, I haven't been on it. Okay. Yeah, I just no. thought you. I thought you were into it. Uh, I mean, I've got. I, I have it, and I have looked on it from time to time, purely as a really uh, just as an attempt to kind of stay in touch with what's what's going been on. Been on Twitter. But, yeah, quite a lot actually. Nice. It's all good that we stay connected in any way you can. People yeah. are all like, hey, get off that PlayStation. That's not the real world. But it's like, it actually is. All of it's the real world. And why is any of it more real than anything else, you know? Because it's like, oh, the trees are nice, but the trees are just as fake as everything else, you know, outside. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. I've got no idea <laughs> what you're talking about. You know what I mean? It's like we're all we're all connected. Oh, look! I mean, I, 
No, and, I, I, and, when you ask me, way, do I know what you mean? I definitely don't, but I, I, I can appreciate the enthusiasm in which you're speaking. When you look uh, up at the stars, just think about how small we are. Okay. But then think about how much of a difference we can make and then come back to me. Okay. Should I come just on messages? Should I just t- t- talk to you? Or? Have you ever been described as conscientious? No. I got Have conscientious you? a lot in my uh, in my school reports. What, what, is that, what does that even really mean? That you're just like, you're pondering things a lot? I think it's like a fancy word for conscious. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I'll knock know. you unconscientious. <laughs> um, Please don't. I, can, no, that, I think we've run out of things that to was, say, haven't that we? That was me yeah, role-playing as a... As a baddie. Yeah, I think, you know, if you're getting violent with me, Oliver, it's uh, quite frankly, it's time to it's time to put the microphone time down. To, time to say, who, who's your favourite? What, t- what team are you on? Who's the te- team? Oh, it, the theme could be, like, Lord Team. Oh, how does that go? Uh, and you know we're on each other's team. team. <laughs> I know the song. Uh, look, this week... I was team. You go, Oliver, because I actually forgot. Okay, I want. I I'm on team. I'm on team. I'm on. I'm on the team of that of one of the bad guys, and he's got long hair, but oh, he's not. Fuck. No, you, that's that's literally what mine was because I looked him up on IMDb and I fucking forgot this. But he's not Michael Sheen, and he's yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> Is he the one that you, wants to die? Yeah, yeah that yours. Was, yeah, that was mine. But that's oh, right. No, no you- what happens? What happens when we're on each other's team is mm-hmm. we have to, we have to, we have to go team, team, to, to, together, team, and then we touch hands and like. But we can't touch a- hands right now because you're miles away from me. Okay, but it's Look, a cool thing. When that I've, got, I've got another one. I can be on someone else's team this week. You can, hey, his, name, hey. his name's his name's Marcus, by the way. Who is? The, the, the guy whose team you're on. Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Marcus. Sh- Charlotte. Look, okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm on the team of the Irish man. There are three Irish people that have come to help. Uh, and one of them just says something about I feel like isn't there something called the Seven Years War but I feel like the man says the Eleven Years War which might be something else uh, good vibes yeah there's a, hun- there's a Hundred Years War yeah I don't I don't think he was talking about that I don't know he's wearing a cap he's kind of portly which I think is kind of funny because vampires are usually shown to be very chiseled and um, you know described as the most beautiful creatures on the planet and this guy's a fairly average looking dude he's carrying a bit of weight around the middle hey Aren't we all? But he's doing yeah. a good job. He's, he's there. They, he's, he's putting in the effort anyway. I wish they'd talked about the potato famine in terms of history. Yeah, might have been might have been a bit on the nose. Do you think? Do you know about the potato famine? Yeah, yeah, it is, and it's. It, I think. No, I was going to get serious there. You can get Everything's serious. Everything's fine. Well, I think people treat it as a, like a fun, a fun thing because it's yeah. like, well, potatoes, bloody, if they couldn't have. But, but I think it was, it was a very serious. I yeah, th- I, yeah. I think a lot of people died. I don't think the only thing they ate was potatoes. I think it was more the agricultural, just a general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drought, and I guess they can't sell. Uh, I'm not actually that up on it. No, but, neither um, am I. But I, I agree with what you're saying. I think the 
people people seem to just be like, oh, those those Irish people they couldn't live without their potatoes. But I think it's I think it's uh, perhaps a, a tad more serious than that. I find it's quite hard to empathise from from people from the past. I've been reading about Romans recently, and I've actually been for the first time ever because I did classics at school I'm actually thinking shit people are dying quite a lot and it's like I'm trying to put myself in their shoes and it's like mm. they're real I think people I think it's hard when it's so ancient history because there's just not as much relevance to you I guess it's, I know, it's, so, I it's so removed from your reality that you're like I find it hard to connect with this you know yeah and it's so long ago that it's like even if they didn't die these horrible deaths they'd be dead now anyway but it's like yeah. fucking hell the Romans were actually fucking like ludicrously vicious and I was like it was making me have a crisis going like is humanity just is that Are we you know, is this that again well is this just a rare period where it doesn't happen all that much even though you know there's still wars obviously but is it like mm. How civilized are we really? They are, they're meant to be the greatest civilization. And we're like, oh, Romans and Greeks are cool. They're meant, they're, they're, they're rotters. Yeah. They're absolute rotters. Certainly something to think about. Uh, <laughs> mind food. Uh, and potentially a good place to end it. Uh, I do do you know this cool new. What? What? Go. When, when, I, when I talk about food, I go, yeah. nom, nom, nom. And that's a cool new way of expressing eating. Yeah, look, once Someone's again, I think, I think what you're doing there is probably something that was fairly popular around the sort of early 2010s, maybe even late 2000s. Um, I, could, I appreciate you bringing it to me. Um, but Do you think again, it could be a cool thing to try? Like someone's like, do you want a, a muffin? And I go, oh, nom, nom, nom. And then it's like, yes, I do want a muffin. I want to eat it. I think you probably should just say, yes, I'd like the muffin. Thank you. I think that's the first option. Uh, what does dated. what does Lady Gaga mean when she's saying I'm bluffing with my muffin? Uh, we'll see you next time. What does she mean, though? <laughs> I'm going I'm I'm to stop it there. Um, I, it's a vagina. Oh.